Hey y'all. Hey. This is episode 30. 30. <laughs> Lord, tell me Great more. Great start. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't find my tab. Um. So oh wait, before we start. Red leather, yellow leather. Mikey. I didn't do my warm up. I forgot my warm up. Okay, I'm ready. Before we start this episode <laughs> and give you all the backstory, we would love to give a shout out to the creator, Belief in Fatherhood, yes. and his wife. I don't know Yvette. what. Yes, yeah. Yvette. We don't know what uh, Voodoo, our listeners, did to get us a follow. I'm pretty sure some people probably blew him up on Twitter. Either way, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's cool. It was weird. How is it weird? I didn't expect them to actually follow us. And Me then neither. I was like, shit, what if they actually listen? They're not going to listen. Or listened to the... They haven't listened. They're busy. So? They got kids. Got their own empire. Yeah, too. like they important, you know? <laughs> important people don't listen to <laughs> Not to say that you listeners aren't important, because we value and love you all. I was embarrassed. Why? the follow. I feel like we look really thirsty. How? I don't know. I just was like, oh, no What way. is thirst to you? I always wonder what that, what does that mean? I don't know. To you. Because how? Like, it's oh, the, let's go follow these niggas. It's the they... dude that makes the music before and after our episodes. Well, he didn't do it for us. I know, but I'm saying, like, he makes the music. We're genuinely, we genuinely enjoy his music and his family, his videos and things like that. It's cool. I think it's cool, but I also thought we looked thirsty. How? Well, you screenshot the follow and yeah, you put that's a what big... you do on social media he's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to shout that stuff out it make us look nice well we were happy and we still are i only thirst for one person and i checked the other day and they still follow us so <laughs> and she not following us yeah, she is let's talk about rihanna mikey oh my god that's the only person i thirst for yes anyway thank mm-hmm. you yeah glenn harry and yvette harry we appreciate it so we also have a question from a fellow listener and mama, and she had a question for you, Mikey. She wanted to know what made you be against therapy and what changed your mind. She's currently in therapy and she knows that her husband could benefit from it, but he is reluctant to go. So mm-hmm. you talked about your therapy and your sessions and stuff. So just give her some feedback. Well, I don't think in any of our past episodes I've really gone into like detail about it, just that I've been in it. Um, and that question is two parts. Uh, what was the first part? Uh, what made you be against therapy? What made me against therapy? Um, Ironically, because... I was never against therapy. I just wasn't for it, if that makes any sense. Like, I wasn't like seeking it out. I didn't think that I needed it for a large part of my life. Like, I was just like, uh, I didn't want to talk to strangers. The regular old, you know black reasons for not wanting to talk to anybody i don't want to share with a stranger um i use cost as an excuse time yes um ultimately i i like to limit the number of people who know me mm-hmm. to as small a number as i can i just didn't feel like adding another person this late in life I just wasn't interested but um after i don't know after just looking around and taking some time to just deal with my own thoughts i came to the conclusion that i can't keep dumping everything on you Mm. um or friends or family i remember when i was in high school i told you about this before i was talking to a friend and i was like i was like starting to get worked up i was about to start crying like in the hallway and she was like these problems ain't high school problems right she was like like 
she was like, I, I understand that what you're going through is rough right now, but like, I don't know what the hell to tell you because I don't know how to talk about murder. Like, it's, yeah. I, I, this is not what we deal with at this age. And I was like, that's true. So from that point, I'd really stopped. Like, I just didn't share. I went in a place to share, especially with a stranger, somebody I didn't know. Um, the second part of the question. What made you change your mind and finally start therapy? I had to figure out what I could negotiate and like how I could negotiate it to where I do it. And I go through it consistently. Um, me and Randy were going through plenty, as y'all well know. Um, loss of baby, loss of job, loss, loss, loss. Um, and she and I, you know, a lot of our conversations, they weren't very happy ones for the most part. It was just talking about what was currently going on because we still talk, mm-hmm. even in our sadness. And a lot of that stuff, we couldn't really work out with each other because we're both in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you need another perspective the thing is sometimes family isn't the best place to go with that some you know that could be re-traumatizing right um and i work as a counselor i partner with a therapist when i and i work with kids um i recognize the benefit in it i just again didn't have the time didn't know if we could afford it and i didn't know if i find somebody i'd be comfortable with but you did i did briefly on that because google yes (laughs) It's free. It is. Um, I looked up a couple of therapists. First thing, you know, I said I really wanted a black therapist. I looked up a couple. You really wanted a man as well. I did. I was like, maybe if I had a male perspective, you know, it would help. However, <laughs> the dudes I found, like one was like real like God heavy, like in the in the description. Yeah. And that don't really work for me. I know. Because while I, you know, me and Jesus is cool. But uh, I don't know if I need scripture as a, in my therapy. Yeah. I'm good on it. Like, that's just re-traumatizing of itself. Right. Um, and the other dude just didn't have no contact information. And then so your wife. Yes. The missus decided to say, hey, because I can see you're actually serious about this, I'm going to help. She said, oh, look, here's this perfectly healthy woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, she's black. And, oh, she has contact information. <laughs> and so I did. And now she's my therapist. Yeah. Um, ultimately... What I had to decide that I needed to do something. What did you Google to find your therapist? Black therapist in Atlanta. Okay. Black therapist in Atlanta. That was it. Um, I think I might have added like the descriptor for like grief or mm-hmm. um, or something like that uh, on top of it. But ultimately, my decision was because we had been doing. I've been doing a lot of the same. Right. You know, going back to like old ways of dealing with stuff, which doesn't really work anymore. Cause I'm not who I was back when that shit worked. Um, I realized that I was about to start drinking heavily again. Right. I wasn't taking care of myself, like neglecting myself physically, you know, still working on that. Uh, but it wasn't, I wasn't about to do shit healthy. That was going to help myself. And the only thing I hadn't done at this point was try therapist. Right. So, so yeah. one last thing. Yeah. Give me one thing you like about your therapist or two. I like that. She's black. And she African. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, she sounds like one of our friends. Yes. Which is really cool. It's like talking to like my sister yeah. about my problems, which is kind of, you know, which normally is weird, but like she sounds just like shy. It's, she does. It's, it's crazy. That's what she told me. Um, But I like that while we talk, when like while we're talking, like it organically just came up about like faith and things of that nature. So she was like, you know, I'm never one to push this on people, but do you believe in God? I was like, yeah. 
She was like, well, there is a story about that. And she like shared like a Bible story. But it, it wasn't brought up in a way that I think it would have been brought up. If you'd gone with the other guy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, look here, Nick. Yeah. In the good book, it's it. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. She was like, well, this kind of really closely relates to the story. Do you know about that? And I was like, I don't know nothing about the Bible. Tell me, because I'm a heathen. And she like told me. I was like, oh, that does relate to my. You know more how than did you they? I, I probably do. I probably just didn't know it was a Bible story. But um, I don't know. It was. It's just easy to talk to a complete stranger. Yeah. <laughs> In this instance, because this complete stranger looked like me. Yeah. Um, it's judgment free space. I can say whatever, and I'm not the worst person in the world. Yeah. Um, and I'm always, not always, because there's one time now that I didn't walk away feeling lighter. But right. I come away knowing something more about myself than I did before I walked in, and I don't know. I feel like it makes me a better husband to you when I yeah. let some shit go. I think it's helping. Yeah, I do. And it feels better to be on the same page because it was odd being in therapy while you weren't. Kind of like. Yeah. And that was another reason why I was holding it off. Like timing. Like I need to be here for you. and No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So That's I a good hope question. that was helpful and that your husband is convinced to at least try it out. Oh, well, see. I can. So to any, if you're listening and you're a male, if you're listening to this and you're a male who is reluctant about trying it um think about what has been working for you so far and where that's brought you okay and when you really think about it think about how much has changed and how much hasn't and then stop playing and go talk to a therapist right and it's covered by our insurance it is so so i really don't pay that much it's like 25 dollars. yeah a session a week that's about how much i used to spend on food a day (laughs) so yeah no it's good one time a week (laughs) go talk to somebody she gave you some tools. It's free water in there. They got candy. Yeah. <laughs> My therapist's office stopped stocking up. She what? Baby don't. Well, see, she don't like sour stuff. So even if she, yeah, anyway. No peppermint. Y'all don't get like granny caramel things. In we the... get coffee and water. That's lame. Mm, I'm sorry. Anyway, I love my therapist. <laughs> All right. So now we are on to episode 30. Thank you again, Mike. No problem. All right. That was a lot. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach the mother father how to... And we're back. Yes. Apologies for the long intro. I don't think it was... It was helpful. It wasn't like um fluff. I hope that it helps. And again, thank you. To belief. Yeah. For the follow. Yes. That was cool. It was. It really was. Even though he'll probably never listen to this episode. Mikey, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. So again, y'all, this is episode 30 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Tell me more. So in this episode, we are going to go into detail about how and why we developed transparency and open communication. Um, this came up because Mikey raised the like point, point. a few weeks ago that... He wanted us to get back to speaking more about like what millennials are, are going through. We've been spending a lot of our episodes talking about personal things, which is fine. That's why y'all listen. Yeah, there the balance is off because we have a lot of personal stuff going that's on happening. But I don't know. Yeah, like our first five episodes were like a bit of personal and a bit of like, hey, this is what like married millennials or people in relationships are. Talking and we about still figuring the shit out, which y'all know. And we are so. 
Um, and so I really hadn't been able to stop thinking about him raising that point. And I was like, yeah, we have it. And y'all know that I go back and listen to our episodes because I'm a really big believer in analyzing and getting better and improving Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also keeping what works. Mm -hmm. And so while I was listening and also going through other podcasts, um, black married podcasts. Okay. Uh, episodes. What? Let's try to figure out where you was going. Oh, episodes (laughs) and reviews. Uh Uh-huh. And a lot of people say almost every black podcast that I've seen, actually everyone that has a review, there is somebody that says, y'all are so real. This is so transparent and open. And I like love this and people need more of this. There is always somebody. I think they may be the same person um, (laughs) with different with different Apple names. But um, but no, really. So I was like, you know, obviously that's across the board where people seem to like and why they seek out these type of podcasts but i what would i realize that none of us have done is talk about how we got there we didn't start off no we just say how important it is right that you do it and we hope that like through our delivery you can tell that we really are about it but there are some um i don't think we've we've personally never done an episode about like how we actually got here and what that was like because it was a struggle because maybe people want to know yeah and it'd be good for me to think about because I now it just comes so easily. See, and the thing about why, so everyone knows we do production meetings. Yes. <laughs> and in our production meeting, I put bullet points that we touch on, and sometimes I leave it vague for a reason because I want us to actually talk it out right. instead of just following the like you know the criteria or the list for whatever we need to do. And I'm really interested to see where this goes. Yes, but there is a little list, and so what we're going to mention is why we decided to be transparent in our relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some couples who know, I don't want to know everything. They're self-aware enough to know. Be like, you know what? You keep that over there. But that's... But... That can't be good. But... Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I ain't judging. I mean... We judging. But (laughs) we, you know, every marriage don't look the same. Um, We also are going to talk about moments we knew this is what we wanted. So obviously there was like a defining moment for both of us, I was like, you know what? I really do want to know everything. Yeah, I was tired of Randy and her bullshit. And I was just like, look. We're also going to talk about the cons to being open and transparent. Because it sucks. And the pros. Because it's great. And they were going to give you some like Chapman tips and tricks. Mind you, these are just Chapman. This may not work for y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the episode. And we hope that it is great for y'all. And it'll be interesting for us. Enlightening. Yes. And before all that, as you know, we do have the love story. And it's oh, shit. Mikey's week. Yes. Let me then Google we one have, real quick. Don't get slapped. Then we have the Why do you light. threaten me with violence? First of all, you know I like being slapped. So <laughs> You don't. I do. You I'm like into that now. Choked. I'm into that. When now. you start getting to being slapped, I keep telling you, keep that whole shit that she be doing <laughs> over there. <laughs> Stop bringing that home. I'm just saying, I'm into that now. I, I think that that's cool. We have the fight or flight, and then lastly, we're gonna do the PDA. So, Mikey, hmm? what's your love story? I just don't like how you judge me for wanting to be slapped. Baby, you don't like being slapped. You don't understand. Meek said he let a famous girl spit in his mouth, and now everybody is like just more open. Like the world is, is a well, new place. Is that really an open thing? Because for a dude to let a girl spit in your mouth, yes, I can imagine spitting in your mouth. See, but see, you're way nastier than me. I am, which is why I've a lot of the things we do fun. are switched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get to this love story. All right, this love story today is brought to you by Zeusk. Have you ever heard of that website? 
No. All right. So apparently it's like a dating website. Okay. Or something or other. And it's about a military couple. Okay. Have you heard the story before? I've heard some stories about military couples, but right. probably not this one. Well, no. The reason why I chose this is because obviously it falls in line with our theme. Oh, so okay. So let me just get into it. Um, This is the story of Talitha. Hopefully I, sp- I pronounced that right. T-A-L-T-H-A. And okay. Jamie. Um, on July 27, 2014, she got a message from this website uh, from a very good looking guy in the army. She almost didn't answer because of his age. She was 22 and he was 21. She said she normally doesn't date younger guys, but then she saw that he was born in 92, the same year as her. So she replied to the message. Shout out to girls born in 92. She Woo-hoo. said, <laughs> she said that was the start of the most annoying relationship she would ever have. She said the guy would not leave her alone. James was always messaging her, calling, um, calling even when she would ignore him. Finally, she gave him, <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it. But as time went on, she said, she said, finally, she gave him some attention. She said, as time went on, um, she started talking to him more and more, longer and longer. Um, after chatting with him for about three months, she canceled her subscription to the dating app. Okay. She was like, this is the person I want to talk to. On Zusk. Yes. Okay. After five months of internet friendship, so just a whole lot of talking, mm-hmm. um, he came home to Florida and they had their first date at a park. She said, jump forward about two months and Jamie was asking me to marry him a week before his 22nd birthday at the annual military ball. She said, now they have 128 days to their wedding and she is so thankful that she answered the annoying army boy and that he was so persistent in pursuing her. He truly is the man of her dreams. Persistent or... Persistent. Stalkers. Persistent. No, really. It's a difference. What was annoying? First of all, you know, that's one of my names. He was persistent. He was like, hey, how you doing? He was like calling and like checking in, like just seeing how she was. He was actually trying to get her. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Some of y'all see that as annoying. Others appreciate it. I think you appreciated it because it was from me. Anybody else, you would probably thought it was annoying. Or creepy. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. So they aren't married yet. They are married now. Oh, okay. (laughs) This was in 08. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah. why'd you choose it? I chose this because I'm lying. It was in 2014. Um, because we, a lot of, I'm trying to make sure I say this properly. We do a lot of what we talk about is how important communication is, right? Um, how important consistent communication is. Yes. Um, how important quality communication is. Uh, all three of those things come into play here. Uh, we know of people, and I'm not speaking to anybody specific. So if this touches you. Don't look at me no type of way. This is just me talking out loud. I'm going to just lie. I had a co-worker, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I had a co-worker, and she and the dude were dating for two years. They did okay. a lot of talking over the internet, but they didn't know nothing about each other. Mm. So it was like, what were y'all talking about if y'all don't know nothing about each other? Like, yeah, y'all spent that much time um, getting to know each other. What did you get to know? What? If, right. What you know, are things you like that. About? Like, so what are you talking about? But um, no, really, what are you talking about? Like, that, to me, was important. We didn't have sex for the first, what? Two years. Two long-ass years of this relationship, right? <sighs> During that time, I hated you, but <laughs> I liked you. you I were wasn't intriguing. ready. We, I, whatever. Okay. I gave you head. You did. And I would always play Seems Like You're Ready during or after because that was Shut. the vibe he was giving. This was uh, before I Kelly was canceled. Anyway. He should have been canceled that year, too, but whatever. You know, he had another decade before it was, like, officially time. And now <sighs> I can't listen to 12 Play no more. See what you did, Kels? Anyway, this this stuck out to me because the importance of, like, consistent communication can lead to something good. Yes. It can. 
Like that type of talking, that type of transparency, that type of like that is useful later. Because right. if things start to change, you can address that. Like, hey, you know, when you're recording me, you were very like talkative. You really wanted to know about everything. What's going on? Why aren't you talking? Um, especially for somebody that's about to like serve. Like, yes, you're going to have to work through that later. Like PTSD is a real thing. Like, yeah. They come back traumatized. Like, you know, it, it's a good starting point, ultimately. Um, and because we chose to actively communicate with each other and do this whole transparency shit, it's important that you talk about something when you're talking. So, yeah. And it led to him getting her. I'm, you know, persistence is that's one of my main qualifying words. So I was describe myself. Persistent. Mm-hmm. Reliable. Yeah. Yes. Like a Ford truck. <laughs> thank you mike you're welcome i liked it yeah thank all you. right okay so to the episode so i looked up the definition of transparent and then it's see-through we know that already close the close the tab because or is that translucent mikey mikey what translucent is the one you can see through like transparent clear. okay allowing light it is an adjective allowing light to pass through so that objects behind can be distinctly seen easy to perceive or detect having thoughts feelings or motives that are easily perceived and yeah that's also what we're trying to say transparent slash vulnerable slash open you know and so how did we get here babe and you why did let you let me lie Okay, why did you decide to be transparent? <laughs> um, because that's what you were asking for. Okay. Um, I recognize that you, whenever you ask a question, it's because you genuinely want to know. It's not because you have like some preconceived notion of something. It's not because you've already come to some conclusion in your head. It's because you actually want to know. I really do. Which was different. It was way different. Every time a girl used to ask me a question, like, so why do you do it? They already knew why in their head. They didn't really want to know why. Mm-hmm. They was asking me, so you know, I feed them a lie, or I just tell them what it was they wanted to hear, um, or not. But I didn't have to do that with you, so I was like, oh, I guess since she is asking for this thing, I can start to give it to her, and once it goes south, I won't do it again. But until then, I'll just keep doing it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll talk until she do something to fuck it up, and then I won't talk no more. Okay. You know, it's so funny. Bree actually told me a few weeks ago. She's like, you know, I had to learn that when you ask questions, you really be want to know. Yeah. And you're not trying to judge me. Yeah. I really have questions. That's different. <laughs> I really want to know. So that's so that's why I decided to be transparent with you, because I feel like if I ask that of you, then I should do the same. And plus, I really wanted to be open. Um, and I didn't want to feel like odd and weird for being the only one. And so, you know, all this shit about me. And I don't know shit about you. See, because again, this was not the nature of my relationships before you. What, it was, what was the nature? Yo, let's talk. Let's like build. Let's grow together. It was, all right, we're going to fuck first. And then whatever follows that follows that. So if after that, you want to like be cool with my family, y'all could be cool. If you know, like we could then be friends, but like it was first, we had to develop like the sexual side of the relationship. And then we figured the rest of it out. Hmm. But see, I have to be emotionally connected to someone for for me. Yeah, you, you know, suck. to just reach the peak of anything. No, no, no. Are you are you asking me? No. <laughs> I mean, I know you don't need that. It wasn't the but case, I... but now, I mean, I don't know. I've grown into a sappy man. Okay. So I guess I would. So what moment happened where you knew this is what you wanted to do? Not just because was there a specific moment? Not me. Not just like not wanting. Not because I just asked, but because like 
Was it something that I said that day or was it something that It wasn't necessarily an external thing. It was it was more internal. I was a pathological liar. A mm-hmm. habitual liar. My first word out of my mouth would be a lie before I told the truth. So we were answering the question. Yes. It's just the thing. It's the thing that I did. Um very often, very consistently, I always lied. I just, and I was good at it when I wanted to be. Okay. Uh I didn't want to be that way anymore. And the only way to not be that way is to really think about what I say, to be more aware of what comes out of my mouth. And that's a lot of what you like ask for. Like, you know, I want you to say what it is that you're trying to say, not make me figure out what you're trying to say. I think a lot of that was also because of like the cultural divide between us, like me being raised the way I was raised. Like a lot of West Indian people, we talk in a, in a more like passive manner. Yes. You know, we say questions like statements and statements like questions <laughs> like mm-hmm. um it's just it's how we how we go about talking about things um we are raised to where it, and you know mothers will be it, mothers will say things like you already know the answer um and you should know this before approaching me if not you got to go figure it out type of things right um and i just figured that was going to be the case with like my relationships like either i got to know the answer or i got to go figure it out right. um but not that we could like talk about it. Like that was never an option, you know, mm-hmm. like it's okay if I don't know everything. Cause we can like have a discussion and figure it out together. So I don't remember if it was like one thing in particular, I just started realizing that like my way of like thinking was like harmful to our relationship. Okay. And I kind of liked you at this point and I realized you was going to be around for a minute. Harmful how? Mm, Cause I still didn't want to open up about stuff. Like I'm still trying to like protect something. I wasn't trying to be vulnerable ultimately. Right. Yes. I wasn't trying to be vulnerable. I was like, all right, I'm gonna give her just enough vulnerability for her to like stop asking me questions. Like, just give you just enough to to where I could still remain mysterious, or like if we broke up, then she didn't really get nothing out of me. But why would that have been harmful? I don't know. I don't like sharing. I just didn't like telling secrets and things of that nature. Like, no one wants to be completely exposed out here. Yeah, that just opens yourself up to shit, pain, yeah. <laughs> um, problems. Every time you tell, like, you, what's that old saying? Two can keep a secret if one is dead. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna have to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, no, thank you for keeping my secrets. Oh, Um, my God. No, I'm serious. That's why, you know, you limit the amount of friends around you. Your circle needs to stay small, all of it, because you can't trust people. You shouldn't trust people. Right. People aren't trustworthy. But what if they were, right? What if I told this person something and she didn't throw it back at me in an argument? Or she didn't like judge me and look at me different after I like shared a thing. So you went first. Yeah, I did. You shared stuff. I didn't throw it back at you. I was like, okay, maybe I should share something. You ain't throw it back at me. And we've been sharing ever since. And yes. I hate it. No, you don't. Whatever. Okay. Thank you, Mike. No problem. What about you? Uh, moments I knew this is what I wanted. Well, yes. So the first thing that come to my, comes to mind is when I asked you how many people you slept with. <laughs> and your dumb ass, lying ass. What you talking about? One. When was this? We were walking down the hallway at Drew. Okay. You were walking me to the front. Okay. After leaving a Wallace Scholar meeting. Okay. And I don't know if we had started dating yet or if we were just fucking around. Like, still doing that sister-brother shit. But you had on your big New York coat that you always wear with the fur around. Still fits. And Breaking it out this winter. I was like, how many people have you slept with? And you put out one index finger. And I feel like I've done this. I've said this before, this story before. And I looked at that finger. And I knew you were lying. And I was like, oh, 
I really want to know this dude because he is lying <laughs> to me. What? I, just, I can't explain it. I was like, I really want to know because I feel like he'd be really great. You know, in bed, I was rushing at the time, fantasizing about a lot of niggas. But I was like, I feel like he actually would be. You got to understand when women ask that question or when it, how it used to be. And this is my thinking behind it. Like, y'all ain't really want to know the truth. I want to know. At the time, women ask questions, they ain't really want to know the truth. I mean, I profit from it now, you know, but... <laughs> Plus, and, I can imagine then. if I would have told you the real number at that time, specifically at that time, because we wasn't dating. I wanted to know. Like, yeah, you would have been like, okay, I can't talk to this thing. No, because it's not, you don't, you never have carried yourself like, you know, I don't care what nobody say, niggas talk. Like, I feel like sometimes boys talk more than girls. Never did. There's like a stigma around girls being real talkative. You ever sat in a room full of dudes at a certain caliber? Yeah. They would talk. All day. Um, and, and I like you to did not, talk. and I love no. to watch you. Mm-mm. Like you just be quiet, and your friends be around you. You just be having your headphones on, listen to whatever playlist you got, soaking, Probably thinking about life. And you just just watch the room. I love that shit. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. So I really wanted. I was. Oh, I gotta. I gotta pick you apart because you got tea. You know. So that's what. After that's being married to me for what I almost three years now, did, did, was it worth it? Yeah. Did I, did I really? You have tea? are. Like, I'm the writer. I've decided to, like, that's the career path that I've been called to. But you are a storyteller, you know? (laughs) You got some stories that I would have missed out on had I Hmm. not wanted to be transparent and and open and vulnerable with you and wanted you to have the space to be the same with me. You got some stories, sir. You just do. So I I don't think I told you all of them. They just come up when they come up. They do. Like that extra tidbit when you drove to North Carolina and Rudy was like, you could have died, <laughs> Negro. Died. You could have died. Yeah. I tell you about the time I had to hide in the closet. Wait, was it that ex? Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Because her dad? Her mom. Her and mom? Her dad. It, it's okay. Long Is time. it her stepmom? Yeah. No, her mama. Was somebody a step? Mm-mm. That was a different person. Oh, okay. See? <laughs> <laughs> They're all blurry. So basically... <laughs> The thing is, that type of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So, like, that type of curiosity is usually because somebody is looking to use something against you. Right. Or hold something over you. It's not because they really just want to know and they just want to be like, okay, cool. You're that person. And that's different. I think that's really just because how we were all raised. Even Keon and Bria are like that. Yeah, and y'all, they're weird too. They're just like. They're weird. Because our mom was just like, y'all gonna have to talk. And she's weird. Because I don't have that. time for this. I love her. Single parent, that. you know. We all like 15 years apart. We don't got time. Yeah, anybody got time to try to figure out what you're thinking or feeling? You better talk. <laughs> so, I get she's it. always been like that. So, yeah, that's the moment I knew. So, babe, some cons to transparency. So, over the years, what have you struggled with um, with being transparent or hearing like things from me? What has been hard to hear? What has been hard to say? Um, well, just some can, cons. For me, I can say that once I start something, I can't stop, right? And right. sometimes that's not, um, sometimes it's not, it, it, sometimes that can be harmful, right? Especially like how you handle it. So there will be times where in arguments or whatever that I start, I'd be like, well, you know, you're the one that taught me this. So, you know, w- you should be doing this. Why are you not doing the thing that like, you want to be transparent? I'm being open with you. Why aren't you talking? Why aren't you sharing? You know, things right. like that, which are problematic. You yes. know, we've since worked through those things, but yes, it still know. can come up. That still can be a feeling that I have. Um, but one of the cons to being transparent is once you open that box, like Pandora, mm-hmm. it can't close no more after that. Like once you know something, you know something. 
Okay. And you got to act accordingly. Um, you also know what it looks like now when I'm lying. I think I could still get away with lying to you if I really tried, but I don't really want to. Right? You have a, you have tails now that you don't know that you have. I I know all my tails. Okay. Sometimes I'd use my tails to make it seem like I'm lying when I'm not lying. Just you do do that. You I, do. I know exactly. I know how to lie. I just don't want to um, because it's harmful. But ultimately, one of the cons I would say is that, and if you're thinking about this, if this is really what you want to, that constant exposure to somebody, you will always see me. Yeah. In a way that nobody else can because I'm not doing the shit with nobody else. Randy makes a lot of jokes about like me marrying if she die and like I the next already person. know it's okay it's not no no there will be no opening up <laughs> none because uh, I ain't got time for any of that I ain't trying to mm-mm. if you don't know me by now you'll never what's that oh if you don't know that's song. I'm not sharing oh yeah I'm good I'm good on the share so what has been hard to hear in for, our road to transparency have man, I ever told you something that was just like you know what I wish I didn't know that or Mm-mm. nothing anything come to mind that you can remember where i might have reacted because you know i like to block stuff out before my before i did therapy that i told you that you, you didn't like to hear yes i think some of my childhood stories are a little traumatizing for you oh that's okay that's like, something I like about me or even about you that's what i'm saying anything i've told you no. or anything i told you about myself which would be childhood i guess well there um, are some things that you told me that really hurt to hear and i can't act on it in a way that i would if i didn't love you like what like people who hurt you who i want to hurt Oh. Um, but you won't let me because you don't want me to go to jail, even though I promise you I'll never get caught. That no. Yeah, no. and this is a recording. This is like forever, so <laughs> I can say it again, and I still mean it, and I still get away with it. No. Yes. Um, like you know, like they say, like some stuff you just don't want to know. What stuff don't you? When this, when you start behaving like this, if this is the nature of a relationship, there's gonna be a whole bunch of shit you don't want to know. Yeah. Um. I don't. I can't. I couldn't imagine like being with you without like, without you having shared some of those secrets with me though. Like it, it gives me a deeper understanding of who you are as a person. Right. Um. It, it provides more of like, it's like a more full picture of who you are because I know of all the things that like led you to who you are and how you think and where you're trying to go and all of that. Um, if I only had half the story, we'd be half as great. Right. Um, if I never knew about, you know, traumatizing stuff and I only knew about like the good of you, I, I don't know nothing about you. Right. Um, not to say that that's all that you're made of or that's all that makes up, you know, who Randy is, but it's a part of it. If you didn't know about, you know, my history, the same, you wouldn't know who the hell I was. Right. Like everybody else did. In it. Right. You know, they think they did and. They, they'd only have, you know, what I allowed them to. Because people just don't want to share. It's hard. It, it's hard. It's difficult. It's not easy I could live the rest of my life just lying. Yeah. Or just showing people, like, just enough or, you know, just what I wanted to show them. And maybe opening up to one of my children yeah. somewhere down the line. But Which could be problematic, too. Yeah. Because then I got resentment from the baby mama because I wouldn't have gotten married. Um, and also, I think kids, like, need some boundaries. I agree. Yeah, your kid's not supposed to be your your diary. Yeah, that's a lot. In my personal opinion, there are people out here who tell their kids everything. Like, and I think some things are important to to share at certain ages and stuff. Like, but I don't want to be sitting talking to my two year old about how you know. Oh no, (laughs) something wild. So for right now, your only con is the constant exposure. You can't ever. You can't stop. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. Other than that, I'm glad I did it. Wait, hold that. Some of it hurt, but I mean, I'm glad I. Okay. Would hurting be a con too? Hurting would be a con because you have to relive some of the stuff that you share. 
yeah. for this person. Talking about it means thinking about it because you had to come back to the memory to bring it up again. Um, this is also one of the challenges of therapy. Right. Because you've spent so much time burying these skeletons and burying these traumatic experiences. And like, here she come with a fucking shovel. Yep. And like construction equipment. Because sometimes it's not quick or easy. Sometimes it's not slow. Sometimes, you know, just the moment we dig in, hey, a body, let's talk about this. And I I buried that like 10 years ago. Why do you want to bring this up? It's the same thing with transparency in a relationship. Um, You have an archive in your mind of everything about me. Yeah, I do. At any point, if you want to, you can go back to any of those things. Well, would I? I'm just saying. I mean, I could, yeah. It's a a possibility. That's the risk. It's a risk. It is a risk. Being open is a risk. Yeah. So I didn't do it until I knew I was marrying somebody. <laughs> you? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. okay. No, what were you about to say? Uh-uh. What were you about to say? You were open with me before we got married? Yeah. Is that not what you're saying? Because I knew where this was going. Oh. Again, we talked so about you this. Knew. You didn't I did know. See, know. Yeah, no, I knew. Oh. Or I was going to have to kill you. Yeah, I was. Mikey, shut. <laughs> 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 But I didn't want to because you were so cute and chocolate. You know what? What? Constant transparency. You go. Um, in the beginning, it was not. It's not easy to hear about girls you fucked or things you've done that didn't include me because I was really stuck on like being a first of something, which is part of yeah. the reason as I talked about why the loss is so hard because I felt like all the other girls you be- you've been with, like we all losing kids out here. Like, what's making me special? You know, um, I, it was hard, but I was also, I I had to realize that like, again, like I said, I've benefited from a lot of your experiences. You know, my first time was great. You know, I know that, I don't know if people like. Yes, hell it was. <laughs> I really had fun. Aside of like the fact that I felt like I was ready and I got to dictate that in a way that I've never been able to dictate previous sexual experiences. Um, I had fun. Like, you know. Because we had spent two years really talking and, you know, got the teenage hormones and and I got to know like, like, oh, of course this girl is crazy. This is what he did. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like, I'm serious. But no, to? I realized, Well, it was like, that on top of the line. But yeah. On top of like just your general, like, you're just, you're just really good at what you do. You know, the, your talents. And. Thanks, wife. Outside of sex, though. I realized that um, it was just hard to it's just hard to to hear or like to know that like I, when I when you I think the constant transparency for me is I had to become very self aware about a lot of my own shit like I feel inferior or I am mm-hmm. insecure or um not just with your past experiences or relationships but having to battle with like I don't know feeling less than compared to other girls like. I was never the girl that got approached by guys in school, mainly because, I mean, for a lot of reasons that I made up in my head, but also because my mama was strict, wasn't no talking on the phone with boys. You wasn't easy. Wasn't no, right. It was not, if you wanted to talk to me or deal with me, it wasn't, I got to call you from her phone. If we date, she coming, you know, she'll sit a few rows up or a few rows back. Mm -hmm. She'll sit across the restaurant, but she here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like it it wasn't easy. And so, um, but all my other friends got picked on and called on. And so I, I've like internalized that as high schoolers tend to, and, um, really started to feel 
like less than like i didn't have anything else exciting to tell you but like traumatizing shit and i was like i just i I don't know it was just hard to hear that you had had like all this fun slash i don't know things you did and i wasn't there for it or maybe you thought i went as good at it like you know i've accepted that i'm number four you know what are you talking about because i am i think you need to clarify for the <laughs> listeners when you say shit like that what do you Mikey, mean you are number I'm four i'm telling you what you Great told movie, me by the way i enjoyed that story I, I heard the book was bad i wish i would have read the book but, yeah it was a whole series they ruined it oh. by not coming out with another, it's fine what do you mean by you are number four like i asked you mm-hmm. who was like who was the best in bed we went through this mm-hmm. and i made it number four when was this fine. that you asked this question I we were married okay two years ago you asked me hey before me what were your no, top said, whatever experiences where would where would you rank i wanted to know i really did and she asked these questions because she's slow and she really be interested in the answer and so i was like okay i'll think about it let's name some stuff and we walked through it if i am to be completely honest with you <laughs> which again i end off by saying you are Number my four. favorite because i am married to you i made a choice if I, I made a choice and I stand by that choice and I'm very happy with the choice of partner that I chose to have sex with for the rest of my life. I was very honest about it. But uh-huh. if I had not married you and we had not been together married, I would have fallen in the fourth rank, which is fine. No, you wouldn't have been fourth. What would I have been? If we didn't get married. <laughs> what would I have been? If we didn't get married, you'd be second. You're lying. I'm not lying. I know I can't compete with an oral fetish, okay? She wasn't even first. <laughs> see you know what I'm saying see you look at you was it the stripper nah they not top five that was just fun anyway <laughs> listen yes the cause of transparency for me was having to acknowledge some of my own insecurities mm-hmm. about hearing the stuff you were telling me mm-hmm. and also um why did you want to know really, why do girls want to know who who really want to know because there are people who say they do and they really that? don't but I really wanted to I really wanted to know you I liked you I really did I thought okay, you were really interesting right. and like I said, you are a storyteller. So, like, the stories that come with this knowledge, it's like, oh, shit, you're dumb as hell. Or you're really funny. Or. So, I guess, I don't know. That's a pro to. Yeah. To Wait, being... I think. Was that all my cons? Think deeper. Oh, also, mm-hmm. hearing some things I didn't want to hear um, about myself. Or, like, I guess noticing yeah, my own limitations. That's, um, that's, that's instance, one of mine, too. Back in high school, I think this is okay to tell if it's not all. I'll, I'll delete it. Okay. Uh, back in high school, we were on a break. This was right after your prom. We didn't get back together officially till February, but we were still fucking around. And Got it. it was my my homecoming, and we were sitting on your couch at your mama's house, and you were scrolling through your phone, and there were pictures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait, that's not my boob. Let me see this. You were like, Randy, you don't want to see this. And I'm like, yes, I do. Because I always got, I have this obsession <laughs> with fucking knowing. <laughs> yes, I do want to see it. You don't want to see it. And you said these already. I really, I really don't think he wants to. And I didn't, but I did. And so the obsessed, the compulsion that I have with knowing mm-hmm. overtook my sense. And but, I did see it. And it was this girl in your phone, butt ass naked with these big ass breasts. That didn't look nothing like the body I and had at see, the time. see, that's the problem that I had with it. I was like, yeah, women have different bodies. You have to be aware of this. It doesn't mean that you are anything less. It just means it's different. When I asked you why you had the pictures, you said simply, because you ain't sending them. Uh-huh. Period. 
Period. That's a real nigga response. Mikey, you are a fucking dick. <laughs> That's a real nigga. You are a dick. But you was that was real. That was I real. Know. I was like, well shit. Oh no. We weren't together at the time. Mm. We were on break. That's mm. what dumb high schoolers do. Damn, that's a real nigga response. But that's what you said. I would never Shout out to it. me. What year was that? 2009? Shout out to a real nigga in 09. Nine? Mm. Was it the year you graduated? I don't remember. Anyway, cool. It was my homecoming. I think Got I was a junior. I remember that game. Um, We won. I think we beat Maze. That's the year. The only last year we beat Maze. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that was difficult. Because by that point, even though we weren't together, we had already like established this tell it to me straight dialogue. And that was hard. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. Then I told myself, I wasn't comfortable sending you shit through your phone, which is why we developed the other system. But, you know, whatever, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the system was stupid. (laughs) It worked. It wasn't. It wasn't stupid. It was smart because you have nothing out there on the Internet that could ever be dug up at any point in time. Or on the cell phone at all but anyway look at you i had you know so that was really hard hearing stuff you don't want to hear about yourself is there something i told you about yourself before we move on to pros that you want to hear or that was hard to hear i don't know i think one of the times was and i think i mean you've since walked it back and you've explained why and what you meant and apologized for it but like when we got into the whole i don't need you thing that hurt but that was was how you that was you expressing how you felt in that moment you were being transparent like what were we talking about I forget. I was like, "Were we in college?" I think so. Okay. I was like, "We, you know, this is still this contemplating marriage. What is this relationship doing? Where are we going?" Yeah. Like, you don't need me in no sense because I was thinking I was gonna marry your ass, but <laughs> if you don't need a nigga, then I'm gonna find somebody. Else. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Why does that hurt you? Because I was like, "But why not?" Because I like, I need you. I'm not afraid to like admit that like i i need your presence in my life i need everything that you give to me i don't want to be without that i'm not getting that from nowhere else and even if i could it wouldn't compare in the way that what i and, and just how I, I what i get from you and how i get it from you because of everything that we've ever been but your ass was like i don't need you I was like, oh, okay but what how did i walk that back I'm because you later came back and so... was like no that's not true you said i didn't i do need you like you just you were honest was that that whole, I don't want to live without you, but if nah, I had you was to, trying to... Nah, you was trying to pull the whole, I'm an independent woman type shit. You could like, be an independent woman and be in love. That wasn't what you was expressing, though. You weren't saying none of that. You was just like, I don't know if it was a class. I don't know if it was a video you saw. I don't know if it was just people you was around. Babe, it's, that's so vague to me. I know. I don't remember the exact time period. I just remember it was like, you were upset. And you was just like, I don't, nigga, I don't need you. I was like, oh, cool. Babe, I wish you had more context. I wish I do, too. I just know this was this was. But that college. hurt you. Yeah. But I was being honest. Yeah, we held held on to that. We didn't talk about it for weeks. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I, I think it's very, it's very, um, I think it definitely happened in college. And I think we were talking about, God, it's, that was so long ago. Yeah. But I can definitely see how I followed up, like how, why I would follow up with that. Um, and then shit like that, like festering doesn't work well with us. So Mm-mm. it probably did come back up. Yep. Um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you I hurt your feelings? For it. Whatever. I know you need me, nigga. I mean, yeah. Randy. I do, baby. Don't get Dude, left. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna leave me? Yes, I'm gonna take my child and I'm gonna leave. Because I know that would hurt you more. Uh, would it? Yes. I'm tired. To being transparent? Yes. You think that it would hurt me more if I if you took you think you're gonna get custody Definitely. of this baby? If you would have gone nine months, a year being pregnant and you don't even get to like hang with your child. Are you just gonna sneak her out? <laughs> nah. I can get legal custody. Full? Yeah, I think I can get full custody. <laughs> Dude. Alright, so when I lie, I do a high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> or he nods his head or Yeah, like his real head. fast and I was doing all of those things that went, Yeah, I think No, if I'm being completely honest with you. Let's play. Let's just do hypotheticals. This has nothing to do with the topic, but Babe. I think this is funny. Yes, I could get full legal custody if I wanted to. No, you could. I could. You could. Why not? Why you don't think so? Auntie Wanda. Damn. <laughs> well, I mean, I ain't never seen her like in a courtroom. But you've seen her campaign. Yeah, but I can still call what's the one eight hundred four one one pain and get like, one that's of them not, lawyers. That's for cars, for the... It is not for children. Oh, we wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to you though. <laughs> I would. We wouldn't even be there. Be I know. It. That's why I just wanted to see. <sighs> okay. But why you think you would get it over me, though? Just argument. Not saying that you aren't equipped, but the resources that I have. What resources you got? My auntie Wanda. I got lawyers too. Who? They out there. So that's my con, <laughs> and that's your con. Did you have anything else that was hard to hear before we move on? No, no, no. I could think of. Okay. I could think of. If it comes back up, we'll bring it up in the next episode. But okay. Yeah. All right, so pros to transparency. Man, you got like a real partner. It's like a real friend. Like, if I know everything and you know everything, like, not to say that this is how we operate, but like, we can't really get out of line. Like, I can't like act a certain way. That is how we operate. Without you. But you wouldn't. I wouldn't so, out like, you in public. You wouldn't out me in public. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, in a certain space, you wouldn't be like, nigga, that ain't really how you are. Like, you let me rock. And then later, be like, now you like, know. Right. You was flexing. So let's and if you gonna lie, we gotta be on the same page because yes, I'm confused. Yes, but you do that in the <laughs> privacy of your own space, not like in public spaces, which I think works. Yeah. Any pros to, to transparency for you? That is my pro. Oh, it was like a yeah. You got like a real like you have a real you got a real partner. You have like, a real partner. That's re- it takes real trust. You're that's, saying you? Yes. I. Yes. You know you use distancing language. My bad. Well, I'm doing it for people listening. Yes. So the pro listener is that you have a real partner because that's what I feel, <laughs> listener. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I can't stand it. Okay. Um, I guess another pro would be, um, I don't know, you don't feel lonely. Yeah. You feel a little less lonely having shared that with somebody else. Like, I know if I die, there's one other person on this planet at least that know me. Yeah. And knew me. And I think that's cool. Even if it's just a one. Yeah. Like, you knew the real me. Yeah. And so, if you heard people talking, you'd be like, nigga, that's not how he was at all. Right. He actually hated you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to see how you address things at my funeral. We like, why are you together. here? It's okay. We'll we should leave videos it. to play during the thing. We should. It'd be funny. Um. Okay. Was that all for your pros? All I can think of right now. What about you? Um. Pros to transparency. Um. Just intimacy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely agree with the lonely part. I'm not lonely. Yeah. Um, and if I feel lonely, I realize that I'm not saying something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's heightened intimacy for us. Um, yeah, I, I noticed really you and everything about to, you. Like coming home, telling you about my day, or having you come home so we can talk. I just, you know, it's like it's like getting a call from a girlfriend or somebody, and like. Yes, you I have mistakenly called you? me a girlfriend one time. I, I say girl a lot, but like girl, I mean, Mikey. <sighs> 
That's just because I'm so fam- you're so familiar. It's yeah, so I nice refer to, to like- you as my nigga when I share stories. You <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, like, nigga. like-, like you don't even know nigga. Like <laughs> so, I really like that. It's just very familiar. It's, yes. it's nice to um to have somebody you can talk to, and also I like the accountability aspect. So if I feel like I need to be checked, or if I feel like I don't know, I'm struggling with something that I'm worried about, I can come to you and be like, hey. Have you noticed this about me? Do you feel this way? Am I tripping? Mm-hmm. Or do I need to be checked? Um, and I trust you. But you can, and, and you can do that in a space that is safe. Like yeah. in a safe space. Like you know that if you do it in a space, it's not going to come back to haunt you. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's one of the bigger fears of being transparent. Yeah. Getting hit below like the belt. This, yeah. This coming back on me and being like, and regretting it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't feel that way. I feel like I can, I can always have somebody. I have somebody that I can bounce off um you know am i being irrational or am i being rational but then when they tell you you got to take that like you do got to eat that yeah so he's like yeah you a hater um shit you know (laughs) be like you know what nah you fucked up that time you did (laughs) i'm not gonna make you feel worse for it but you did but i'm going to be honest with you like we recently had a thing happen where i went pregnant lady crazy don't blame it on my child i've been really good don't blame it on my child until that moment and Mikey didn't check me in front of this company. Nope, I let you rock. And well, I, I really shouldn't have. But I, let, I just let you. <laughs> when they left. I let you rock. He looked at me like I was bad shit crazy. He said, are you crazy? We don't call people that on the anniversary. It's like, yo, you lost your shit. You really went. Like everything that we talked about in confidence and private you, and how we, we came to the conclusion like, hey, this is how we're going to address it moving forward. We are going to have a different energy. We are going to be our best selves tomorrow. Tomorrow rolls around. Randy forgot all that shit, but <laughs> brought up everything that we talked about and then weaponized it against the person. I was like, well. I was really upset, y'all. And maybe one day we'll tell this story <laughs> in like two years. We'll but see I was where, where we at with them yeah. first, and, and go from there. <sighs> but he had to check me. He but he didn't do it in front of anyone, which I appreciated. But it also was like shit. He's right. Damn, I fucked up. Mm. Then he broke down why I fucked up because I'm analytical I like up. that, and, and where specifically, and why I didn't address the fuck up during. I was in shock, y'all. He was. His mouth was wide. I was open. looking at her. <laughs> I remember my face. His mouth was wide open. And I realized when I looked at him when I was going off that I was saying things that were wrong. But I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I just had to get it out. So anyway, I really love that I could, I have somebody that's like watching me and like, listen, I know you, you had to get that out, this. but you ain't shit. Mm. You know, I don't know. I like, I, I just, I trust you. And or it, at the same time to back you up when you are already questioning yourself, but you're right. Yeah. To make those like really tough decisions. Um, I don't think that life has given us a lot of those just yet. I know that when our child comes out, we'll have to face more of those, like really second guessing um, our parenting versus like our upbringing, things yeah. of that nature. Um, maybe even each other when it comes to certain stuff. Like even though we'll be supporting each other in the moment, still having to come back and be like, "Hey, you know, I, I don't like the way that you talked to her just now about yeah. like how you did that. Like I think that we should address this another way. I think we should apologize. I think you should go back. You know, like yeah, that that's going to be a little different. Yeah. Um, but I can appreciate this practice. Yeah. I think we've had good practice. Even with Groot, our dog. Like, now you know. His memory is short. Ghost hated his dog. Nah. Nah, he needed to know he fucked up all day. Mikey, no. So I ain't speaking to him. No. It's not that I beat him. I just give him a solid treatment, which is worse. Right, because he don't understand. Or he, he do, and it hurt his feelings. Either way. It's hilarious. We do that for each other. Like, where be dog? And even you, you be telling me. Talk to I think dog. that just a, a overlying pro, overall pro, is that 
there's um there's balance in it. It's balance and you have like a legitimate support system with just being transparent with with somebody. Yeah. Especially if this is a person that you're gonna be with long term. Like I don't know. I don't feel like I should have to hide things from you. Yeah. If we're gonna be together. I don't want to. Like what's the point of getting married? Or being with somebody in, in in a monogamous relationship, if I can't talk to you, what yeah, the like fuck I've been hiding like my desires for years, or you've been keeping stuff from me because you wasn't sure if I'd like take it a certain way. And that's another pro slash con: having to admit to you some shit that I've always thought was weird about myself. The con to that is like he could agree, or he could not. I think I'm crazy. Um, or I could be a hundred percent aligned with you, but you wasted time thinking I wasn't. Yeah, and then like, the that ain't like, weird. I like that shit. You ain't alone. And then to find out he don't think I'm nasty at all, he think I'm average. Not even. I'd say below. <laughs> really? An uh, average freak is different. <laughs> no, no. I tell you, average. You're average. You're average freaky. You can tell me if you think I'm not. No, 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 no. I, 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 I'd say you're average. Anyway, so yeah, you down to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? I really will do about anything. We got to get this baby out of you because I'm trying about? to. Like, what wouldn't you do? Just for the people who are curious. At are we just talking about sex? Just in general, sexy things. What sexy things wouldn't you do? Or sexual? Sorry. Well, y'all know how I feel about anal. Yeah. The concept is beautiful. You know. Is it? Is the concept beautiful? It's just. I don't know if beautiful is the word. Penetration, great. You okay. know, but do mm-hmm. I feel like getting my shit split open again? No. No, that's just me. I'm maybe not ready. Maybe your thought will change after you have After labor, after yeah. unmedicated labor, maybe I can do anything. But right now, that's where I am. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the concept of like these like places where you can go and have sex openly, sex no parties. phones, those mm-hmm. type of things, that's like the concept is beautiful. But I'm so overstimulated. By the time we got to whatever room we was going to be in, I'd be tired. I'd be like, you know what? You know you can just go to like watch though. You don't have to participate. That's odd is it i mean again you're talking to a voyeur so it's not odd for me to watch it i don't know if it's I just think... like live action porn basically but see porn i like the distance in porn uh, i don't really know you i mean you real but like not really i can pause you but if you're in a room then incognito it's like, that's you, happening but you like what if you look up and make eye contact on me i don't want to be seen <laughs> <laughs> they, they break the fourth wall i think so some distancing okay gotcha so you know okay <laughs> but whatever floats your boat get your freak on you know okay. so maybe you should just work yourself up to that because we haven't been to a strip club together yet we I'm haven't just waiting for you to say hey i want to do it before i like bring it up i'm trying to figure out which club i want to you don't want to go to a male strip club you don't want to go to a male strip club well, I know. you don't want me to go because you don't want nobody to put their dick in my mouth but what that's not happening i'll kill a nigga anyway the, that's not it at all it's just not entertaining that's not what i me. heard to you. But I know for a fact. I know I would love a woman. Exactly. Which is why why are we talking about this? I'm just awkward. And I don't want somebody to try to give me a lap dance and I like spaz out. That's why I help. So it's about you get to go window shopping. What do you think of this girl? Do you like that one? No, You can say no. You're supposed to turn them down. Like, that's before the, I, fifth year, I don't do this for a girl. Why? That's what I'm it's for. I'm trying to get paid. Okay. See, I'm so emotionally connected. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I just tip you just because. You can't, you can't be <laughs> emotionally know. connected to the I'm strippers. not ready. I'm not I think ready. you are. I think if we go in there and you say, ooh, I like her, we can find her. She can dance for you for a minute. You give her $10, and then she walks then away. Then she find our podcast, comment on iTunes, that the tip we left one shit, that uh-huh. I was weird, 
I got that's issues. Not, I think I got social anxiety. That's not how strip club culture I think I got social anxiety. I think so, too. And the only way to break you out of that is to go to the strip club. You just want to go. It's been a minute. I know. <laughs> it's been a minute. You decided not to do it for your bachelor party. I think I it mean, would be fun with you. I think it'd be fun with you. I we can be, even do a double date. We I can ask uh, Brian and Jane if they want. We should. <laughs> we should. Or Karima. Bring Karima somebody. Or engagement. If you would like to go with me and Randy to the strip club. In Atlanta somewhere. In Atlanta. Let us know. Could be fun. We may do it for our third year anniversary or our fourth. Or Christmas. We're not doing nothing for Christmas. Stripper hoes need money on Christmas. We need money. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> tips and tricks. Lord. We got sidetracked. Um, um, tips and tricks to transparency or how we do it at least. Uh, or like, I've learned that yes. we, because we don't have boundaries with each other, we just start talking. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. That's your tip? Um, yes. Did My tip is to start. Somebody has to be the first one to go, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this, obviously you should share this part with your partner. <laughs> because when that person hears you, somebody has to be there. Somebody has to receive it properly. Because let's say you just shared something and your partner immediately responds with, what the fuck? Like, that's not what you needed in that moment. Um, and maybe y'all hadn't worked on communicating that ahead of time. But once you receive a certain reaction, it guarantees that in the future, you will you are more likely to continue to be open based off of how you think this person will react. Well, a caveat to that, or I guess my tip that will pair with that is also you have to be forgiving of some initial responses. So like, it's not easy being told you're annoying or I'm annoyed by you. Use I statements Mm -hmm. though. We don't do that all the time very well. Um, no, you don't like I'm annoyed or I'm sad. Um, or you're making me sad or I feel lonely with you. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to hear. It's not. Um, and you can't expect someone to have like a, Oh really? You feel lonely with me? That's great. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. We're so open. No, you're going to get a crazy ass reaction that may be defensive and, and loud. That's true. The, However, the, the follow tip up, is, <laughs> my tip is to follow to come up, back. Uh, come and back. Be like, I heard you. I took a nap. I thought about what you said. And even though, fuck you, I understand what you meant when and you I'm said sorry. that. And I guess I apologize for your feelings. Mikey, don't say I'm sorry you for do. your feelings. That's not how I do you it. Apologize. That's how Randy do it. Don't, <laughs> don't come back and be like, I'm sorry that you feel this way. That's not an apology. Mikey, that's not how I apologize. You, you need to it. apologize for your part. And what so happened. my tip is some shit is not easy to hear and you're going to initially you're the person you're telling may react that way. But the person who is listening to this, who when you're thinking about this and it's your turn to listen, think about how you want to react because there are consequences to it. And you may have to say, I need a minute or that's yeah. hard or be vulnerable back. That's really hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Not like make it so the person don't be manipulative and the person end up apologizing for hurting your feelings when nigga i'm being honest don't do that manipulative shit yeah i was good with that he is was is was that Freudian slip was it oh sorry are you trying to tell me something no no you can be vulnerable let's have a moment <laughs> so you trying to share with me no, do you baby. think that i take things and flip it to where it's about me oh you definitely used to then i found myself apologizing because for you, being sad because you realized that that you ain't that was shit. also a part of it that had something to do with me, and it wasn't just about That's you. Major deflecting and derailment. We ain't talking about me. It is deflecting and derailing, but it's also true sometimes. Either way, uh-huh. it ain't your turn. When will it be my turn? When I'm done talking and you apologize. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so that we don't struggle with that as much, but we also haven't argued in a minute because we got other shit to do. So and <laughs> there's like I, no time. I don't think it's because we're too busy. I think I would say I'd like to say it's the maturity. Like yeah, time is past. We ain't really 
Yeah. It is about picking and choosing your battles. Honestly, I don't want to fight about this dumb shit. Yeah. Like, I really just need a nap. So and at the end of the day, it do be that you need to do a nap. So I just, I just laugh at you and keep laughing at you until you get tired and be like, I'm just gonna lay down. I'm like, okay. And I sleep for three hours. Anyway, so my tip is to, but to Mikey's point, if you just gonna go in, rip the bandaid off and be like, hey, listen, I need to be honest with you. The person that's listening, it may you have to like accept that it's gonna be hard to hear, especially if they say it's about you. It's easy to deal with when they tell you about their day or about their boss. But when it's you that's the villain or that's the one in trouble, it's hard. Yeah. And so um that could turn you off from being transparent again, depending on how you react to that. Yeah, but again, my point is to try. Yes. So someone has to go first. So just try. Take a stab at it. Give that person a chance and see what could come of it. Because you never know how much time you've been wasting thinking that they're thinking something about you that they're not thinking. Right. And hopefully that made sense. It does. My tip, next tip slash trick would be to be like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I don't need you to tell me how to fix this. I've already thought about that. I really just need to vent. This is very specific. I need you to fix this and like help me because the problem that we used to have much more frequently than we do now is i would tell mikey something and he he got it. solutions he got oh, solutions i got, I got solutions, but, all solutions you know i already been there done that stop I really just right there talk to you. right there stop that used to piss me off i know why are you talking to me because about you're this my friend and if I need you to already you. have a solution because some in things mind. don't need sometimes i just want to talk to you and that's fair so that's why I say the trick is to if my you, thing. Oh, real quick. So my thing would be like if I if I wanted to talk to you about it, I probably would have talked to you after I had like done something about it. And that used to be one of the things that was really furious, like frustrating about like doing this. It's like yo, if you already know the answer, then just do it. We could have talked about it afterwards. But like you talking to me about it now, now I'm in the same place as you. You know, I'm thinking about this thing. I'm frustrated by this thing. Like you might have been like, there's just another thing that's on my mind. Is you can deal with like go but deal see, with. Conversations you know, like, don't always work that way. Sometimes that's I already, all, I'm saying that's that's been the history of all my conversations. Yes, yeah. but the trick is to go in with your if you already know what you need to just say it. Hey, I just really need to be honest with you. I already know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it in a few days. But but this is happening. Yes, it took I would a minute like, before you got to that point. Yes, I had to realize maybe I need to start telling Mikey this is what I'm looking for because we both because when sick. I start coming with responses, I'm like, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut you up. get mad at me. I was like, what the fuck you bring this to me for then? If you weren't supposed to talk about this. <sighs> So yes. And then my solutions made perfect sense, which also used to be frustrating. Like, but that makes sense. And you already was like, yeah, that makes sense. I was going to do that anyway. Right. But my point is sometimes you just want to talk. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to talk. That's true. And so the trick is to just say that if you just know, if you're really unclear about what you really want from the conversation, then just go dive in. But if you already know that you already have a solution, you just need to talk it out. That's different. Hey, look, I just want to talk about this. I'm not looking for a so solution. Can you, yeah, can you just shut up and listen? And then I don't like, need help with this. I just want to talk to you about this. Yeah, that is fine. Start there. That's what I'm saying. You no, I'm talking to the listener now. I ain't talking to you. Oh. You can save yourself and your partner a lot of trouble if you preface what you about to say with what you about to say. Very good tip. Do you have any more tips or tricks? Um, no. Part no? of this type of communication involves a heavy amount of listening. Yes. Which can be rough. Um, I'm not gonna speak for all men because I don't, I don't know. I don't really know a lot of dudes like that to know where y'all minds be at no more. Mm-hmm. But I know sometimes it's hard to listen, especially when you have other things on your mind or you were in the middle of a game or a TV show <laughs> or right before she sat down saying, "Hey, I want to talk." You was about to get up to go take a poop. 
Mikey. Or you had plans that did not involve today listening to your wife or your partner share a story for 20, 30 minutes. Let us also not act away. like gentlemen that y'all. Oh, I, I can't finish can't what be I'm saying. Long winded. I can't finish what I'm saying because you feel in stuck away at I'm what I'm saying. saying. What you saying? Go ahead. The major point that I'm making <laughs> for the men and the women who are listening to this, so, so I just said partner, is when they start talking, you actually have to listen um, because if, that's what they're looking for. If you want a transparent, open relationship. If, yes. Okay. As a Chapman hack. Mm-hmm. Got to listen. My l- you can't act like <laughs> you can't just passively sit there and let words come in and out. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. You have to be engaged. Is what yes. you're saying. Okay. Which takes energy. So, if you feel the need to pause five minutes in to go grab that snack, you do that. Yeah. And voice that. Hey, I'm listening, but I'm really need to pee. Yeah. So come stand by the bathroom and keep talking to me. Yeah. Are we weird? I don't think so. Okay. I think my last tip is I think for anybody when you're hearing a conversation you get stuck on wanting to insert your point. Like listening to respond and not for Yes. Yeah. So I used to do that all the time as a kid and my mom mm-hmm. and, I, and as a girlfriend and a fiance. And my mom suggested that I write down my <laughs> thoughts so that I wouldn't forget them because by the time it would become my turn, mm-hmm. I'd be like, Well shit, I forgot. Now everybody mad at me because I done made such a big deal about speaking, but I can't remember what I was about to say. So it really does help. Like, it's weird, but sometimes I got to take notes with Mike. Like, okay, he said this. Let me write down this keyword so I know to come back to this because. One of the challenges with that with us at first was in those moments, because you've expressed this before, like, I'm trying to have like dialogue now. Like, go ahead and respond now. We can go back and forth with thoughts now instead of like me talk for 10 minutes and then you talk for 10 minutes and like there was a lot to respond to in there and that would be how a conversation would end like okay that was a lot i remember to respond to these things so yeah. i think writing helps for the writers out like the people who like you may need to take notes because that's what yeah. you do during a lecture but <laughs> it's like for the for the state and, and I'm, i've i know that this is a common thing i talk i'd be talking yes because you push me to this Again, I used to be quiet. You still are talking, Mike. You're a top. You talk. <laughs> I don't really be talking like that. Okay, go ahead. Notes help, but if also if it benefits you to just say, hey, you know, can I respond to that? Then respond to that and let the person keep going. Yeah. Okay. But don't just interrupt or interject your thoughts in because you got to get this out right now. But that's hard. It is, as we all know. Sometimes you're just gonna do it, yeah. and it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. But this is how we. This is how we argue. When we argued, we'll argue no more because we're perfect. We are not. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. I'm perfect. I I'm, know. It's been so calm. It's been too calm. Damn, we're going to have a blow up about something. I hope not. I think it's going to be based off sleep deprivation, though. I mean, it's been fun while it lasted. You were cool. <laughs> we haven't had, like, a big one yet. I really hope we don't. I'm tired. It's been about a year. No, it ain't. Yeah. Babe, we got an argument when? on Mother's Day. It was big. That was May. Mother's Day? That was May. Oh, but like, okay. That was May. Okay. Since then. Maybe we're maturing. No? Yes. But that was because of a whole bunch of other things. It was still a big argument. I know, I'm just saying, like. It was still a big one. Yes, it was. All right. Mother's Day. That was intense. That was May. Okay. So. It wasn't necessarily an argument. Babe, it was big. We were screaming, crying. Yeah, you were screaming. I left. 
You stayed. It was a thing. Okay. Okay. Got you. Good times. So I blocked things out. Again, this is why I'm in therapy. So for the person listening, go to therapy. You were saying? That's it. So that's the episode. Um, oh, okay. We have engagement and then we have our fight or flight and then our PDA. So really quickly, if you subscribe to this idea of transparency and open communication, please share some of your experiences with us. Why do you choose to do it? Are they similar to ours? Do you have your own things? And um, what are your pros and cons to being open and vulnerable in your relationship? Yeah. And if you do do this already, share some of like the traumatizing moments if you want to about like, I don't know, something you might have found out because your partner decided they wanted to share. Yeah. If they don't mind you sharing it because it could be funny. Yeah please and y'all again if you want us to say your name or don't please indicate if you don't we're just not because i just don't want any issues we haven't had any issues but you know these are out here you know (laughs) they're out here and i'm not going back back to edit and re-upload so (laughs) (sighs) yes good times all right babe my fight or flight all right i look forward to your fight or flights these are fun i have a few things i want to fight with you about but i'm not no, wait, what, why a few? There's two short things. I've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. What? One, this red leather, yellow leather shit you do. <laughs> Ranty. What are your real actual fi- yo, That is a fight. Like, it that's bothers what actors, me. voice people do like, when they try to all, get warmed up for a thing. You just do one thing. set. It's so stupid. No, you gotta just red leather, yellow leather, red leather. You don't, you do it one to do time. It to and warm you your lips re- up. Mikey. I forgot where I saw that. I don't know where you saw it, but you need to stop. It might have been like an old Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode. Lord. Like when they did like a behind the scenes thing. I don't know. What's your actual fight, Randy? Um, you say you don't have friends. I, I do. But you do. I do got friends. Wait, this and is not a fight or flight. I want you. This is, no, this is not a fight or flight. This, how are you going to tell me what a fight or flight is? This fight or flight How are you going to tell me? Fine, because they might listen to this. I hope you are listening, Brian. He needs to initiate more contact with you on his own. But, you know, let's just handle this shit right here. Okay, Randy. What is your fight or My fight? My fight is, it's a cool dude. I like him. I like him. He's cool. He is. You know, my dog. They always are. Mikey. <laughs> Go ahead. I think that it has been three years. Mm-hmm. Almost three. Almost. And he show up to shit. He does. He's nice. He's he reliable. Is. He ain't he tried is. no shit. He hasn't. He like my friend. He does. We both feel that way. We do. And I think that you need to do better about texting first, reaching out, mm-hmm. being open okay. and transparent. Got you. So that you can have a good male friend around you. Okay. And you say, okay. And then two months later, I'm like, hey, you talked to Brian lately? And you say, oh, yeah, he texted me. Two weeks ago, I ain't text back. Why? What is wrong with you? Do better. It's not funny. Do okay. better. So I am because you look to... like you don't care, but you do, and I know that because I know you. You just got some like fear and some anxiety. So I you am need to get together. not going to fight this one. Okay, I am going to fly <laughs> on this one. Um, I admit that I am wrong. Um, I do have reservations when it comes to speaking to men in general. I know. It's just not my strong suit. I know. Um, I have a history of, as you know, gang-related friendships. Yes. Of friendships that ended terribly. I don't really have a best bond with niggas. Um, <laughs> I just you close to Keon? I'm just... It, niggas who not family... I'm not really, I haven't really had the best track record with them. And it's not always on them. I be wary. And then a nigga 
act up and I'd be like, oh yeah, see, that was why. That was why. And so far it's been five for five. It's been five for five on like me trying to be cool with the dude and they, they turned out to be like terrible. And I like people who are going to be around if we're going to be around. Um, I lost a lot of people who were very close to me at a young age who I was friends with who are just no longer here or no longer around. I know. And I know, just wasn't really trying to build that up like that. But? But I actually genuinely like this person. I know. I do. I know. He's really cool. He is. They always are. Mikey. Until they're not. I'm not saying that's him. I'm not <laughs> saying that's the reason why I don't respond in a timely fashion. Like I would if it was or a woman. You know? <laughs> Essentially, trying to make a friend now at this point in life and just being friends with people is just kind of like dating. It is. And I haven't dated in a while. Not really good at it. Not really good at it. So, I will do better to make sure I consistently reach out to people because I say, I want more friends. Or to, like, build relationships with people who could be good friends. So, I will reach out to him today. He actually reached out to me the other day about a barber. You told me. I hadn't replied. Because you're trifling. But I will. When? Today. Okay. I will reach out today. I will be more, I will do better to be vulnerable to attempt to be vulnerable with more strangers. For He's you. not a stranger. What's his middle name? We know. Wait, we do know. I don't know. I know. I don't. Damn it. Johnny told me. Where was he born? How old know. is he? Ain't he older than you? Look at us. You see? You, you, you see the, the point I'm making is I will try to get to know somebody. Like, I'll I try. know his I'll middle name. And when we get off, it's going to come to me. Mm-hmm. But you don't know it. I do. Anyway, I hear you. Lamar? He don't look like Lamar. Mikey, I think he is. We just giving out this man government. All right, it's cool. I, I will work name. on it's actively L-Sun. doing the same things that I do in my relationship with you. And that I attempt with like family. We're trying to be more vulnerable and things of that nature. I will do that with friends. I just don't want you to miss out on like what you say you want. It's what you say you want. We don't need, I think we've also had to like let go of the fact of like needing a million a million gazillion friends. I don't want don't. a million gazillion. And we say we did and we start getting there. We're just like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm overstimulated. I'm overwhelmed. And I just want to go home. I just want to go home. I'd be good with four. With four. But you need a, you need a tribe, babe. You know, you're a man and we mm-hmm. are very close. But yeah. like, it's always you and like, me and six of them are girls. Which is fine because it doesn't feel like by this point everybody's kind of like, "Hey, Mikey," <laughs> you know. But like, Y'all tired of me being around? No, what I'm saying is you you want and need guy friends. I do, and this is a good guy friend. Possible. But I could just go with you to the gun range. I can't take you now because you're pregnant, and that would look away. But we can do everything together. Yeah, but you will need somebody and do that's outside of me, and vice versa. Okay, and I will I, do better. I think he's been pretty consistent with not fucking up. I agree. He has no side children. You know, I don't think he cheated. You know, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? The way these people react, I don't even fucking know no more. I don't even know, you know? <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's my fight. You know he listens to his episodes. I know. I hope he DM me. Hey, man. I love you, bruh. <laughs> PDA. You go first. I need a minute. Oh, okay. Hmm. Jesus. It's oh, PDA. Yes. So I really appreciate you, though it was jarring for me. And I felt really bad about that. I hadn't talked to you about it. I should have. Two days ago, you started like randomly kissing on me. Now you are a very touchy-feely person, you know. 
you all about holding and being held and physical touch. But like you just randomly started kissing on me. That was the first time you've done it this whole pregnancy in that way. Usually we like, you know, hey, baby, kiss my baby, kiss. But you were like, it was nice. But it was like also weird because you hadn't done it in so long because we've been so scared, you know, and And depressed, depressed, just, yeah. But it was nice to be like kissed on. Thanks. Like it was just nice. Okay. It was nice though. It was weird. I didn't realize I hadn't realized you hadn't done it in months to be kissed on. Like I don't know. Yeah, our um, without any type of like to like every morning I pray over my wife and child. Yes, and I'll kiss you on your forehead, kiss you on your mouth, kiss you on your belly. Yes, yes. Just been the nature of kisses at this point. Just like greetings and goodbyes. Yeah, and we'll like cuddle Um, and stuff, but like. To be kissed on without any end result, like sex or head. Mm-hmm. To just get, like, kissed on. was nice. I was just compelled to do it. I was in a really good mood after coming back from therapy. Hint, had hint. a really good session. Hit, hit. And I was like, oh, I'm going to kiss on my wife and child because I appreciate them. And so I just want to kiss all over you. And you're a kisser. I am. Um, Which made me a little sad because I hadn't realized how much you haven't been kissing until that moment. you like, you're a kisser, you know? I think I kiss more than you. No. Outside of lips. I'm no. talking about like I kiss on you a lot and I do like a weird shit and you You do. And so that's what I want to do to you. Yes. Good times. But yeah, so thank you. It was just nice to feel like it was just nice. You're welcome. All right. Hmm. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. The hmm? It's not nothing, Mike. I will I'll I'm gonna I wanna kiss you more. Okay. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> My PDA. Mm-hmm. We can't go into details about it because I have decided that I will not be sharing a lot of this process um, until the process is complete. Okay. Uh, Even though we talk about like we share things while we go through it and not just when we come on the other side of it. But um, some stuff I need to keep close to my vest. So this week and last week, we've been working really hard on an application. Yes. For a program that I'm going to be doing. And Randy came through with these fire edits. Like Randy will take I Love Horses and turn it into equestrians. Are the Like you know, like she'd like so go stupid. in on making your language not just flowery but powerful. Like you could make anyone love horses if you freestyled a verse about <laughs> horses. Um, I love the way you write. You are a skilled writer and I appreciate your input on helping me edit the answers to these questions. Um, For anybody out there listening, Randy also helped me get my resume together. Now I have the work experience because I've been doing shit for a very long time. Yes. Randy will flip it and make it seem like my job was the president of the United States of America. (laughs) And I like led the country towards a better place. You're welcome. You do great work, and I really appreciate your help through this process. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Happy to help. You know, I'm trying to, my therapist is teaching me how to contribute where I can, or to accept where I can contribute. So if I feel like I can do it, because I've been feeling really useless and, like, powerless some days, some weeks, some months, but, like, there are things I'm good at and things I can do to help, and so I try to do them. And so I appreciate it. All right. I love you. I love you, too. Call to action, babe. All right. Please, people, because we still have this number and we ain't had a 
funny voicemail in a minute. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Yes. Because we like to hear some stuff. Share a story. Give us a shout out. Tell us how much you enjoy listening. Um, and then copy and paste that in iTunes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if you want to just um, shout some people out, do that. Be like, hey, you know, I just want to shout out my girl. I know she listened to our podcast. Uh, you know, be like, hey, I'm trying to do better. So I'm listening to these niggas. Something like that. Yes. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Mike. That was interesting. Be, be sure, sure to, to check, check out our website. <laughs> www.blackmillennialmarriage.com Rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. I don't know if you can rate uh, on all these places, but you, you can. definitely can on you iTunes. You can give a thumbs up. But also, like you it. know, download and listen to us there. New listeners, if you're just hopping around, make sure you go back to episodes one through five. Those were the episodes we used to launch and to like show ourselves that quirky, corny Hey, this is Randy and I'm Mikey and this is Black Million Marriage Podcast. <laughs> we don't do that shit no more, but we did in the beginning. We do do that. We don't do it like that. We should. We shouldn't. Why not? You didn't think it was fun? After five, I was like, you know what? That's why we stopped. Anyway. I think I know them. Yes. Um, please subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't. Yes. We're having updates coming soon. I know y'all sick of us. If you aren't, you're great. Nah, you are. Um, but no worries. We're, do- we're doing stuff. Yes. Um, we have a lot of stuff that we're revamping for the new year. But first, we like to make sure we leave this year strong. Yeah. So we'll be doing stuff. Yes. Look out for stuff. Um, follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are... Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are... Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are... Black Mill Mayor Pod. Thank you again for listening. Yeah. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. We're good. So yo, I hope you love it. I love it. I got no upper, but none above it. I focus on what the funk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time.